show Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? Oh, God. Hey, that was mine. And apparently, Super Vegan Brian. What's up, (laughs) asshole? (laughs) My world is upside down. I I was sick all weekend, and now you guys do this. Oh, God, hell. But we're going to jump right into what's nerdy with you. And I'm going to start with Anthony. My nerdy thing this week was actually similar. Well, no, not similar to last week because I changed it. I, I've been playing a lot of Titanfall, like a lot of Titanfall. <laughs> I'm about to hit max level. Jesus. What do they have the max at? Once your pilot in multiplayer hits level 50, you max out. But that's OK, because then you can reset and you can regen and then you become what's known as a G. I'm dead serious. You become G, G1, G2, G3. Nice. So I'm about to hit G1. I want to get to G6 and just stop and be like, yeah, G6. Like a G6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if they were Ds, because then you could be a D6. Yep. GM says you're going to die. Roll a D6. But that means I have to hit max level six times in multiplayer. That's a ridiculous amount of playing. There's some people that are already like, G7, so... Probably. I I vote for Michael for most nerdy thing for his response to Anthony right now. (laughs) (laughs) That makes you a super delegate, Brian. So, but Brian, what's your nerdy thing? Um, I'm working on my annual review. For annual review? For what? My annual review of my life, where I I review all the things I accomplished this year and all the things that I hope to in the coming year. Uh, I started some proactive stuff on my New Year's resolutions and some of my goals, and yeah, I do it every year. So you take a corporate review, uh, profit and structuring tool from corporations and incorporate it into your life. No, I use a very useful affirmative tool that is great for healthy living that other people should do too. Should do too. You know, I've actually always wanted to do something like that. It's uh, it's a really good idea. Yeah, like, just look at look over yourself because there are times like around this time of year where I feel like I have done nothing. So it probably would help a lot for me to do that. It's one of the reasons I like getting my Christmas shopping done early because it's the thing I work on all December. I do um, I do mind maps. I do goal review. I look through everything I did this because I keep a to do list. So I, I I know what projects I completed this year and I review it and it, it helps keep my perspective and helps keep me feeling like I know what I did. I, I keep a gratitude list of the things I'm grateful for this year. Um, I do affirmations of what I think the next year should be. That's actually really good. Yeah, Do you have any kind of formula for it written down? I have a whole list of articles that I like go back to that I like read the articles and they guide you through doing annual reviews. Rather than sharing any of those links, I will just say Google annual review, how to do an annual review. Like a personal annual review or just an yeah. annual review? I, I found what I needed from just typing in annual review, but you could type in personal annual, annual review. I'm sure that would get you the similar, those are the same things. That's actually really cool. Yeah. I really like that. Well, I, so, I don't I don't share that often, but I'm I'm a productivity nerd, and I, I wanted to do a nerdy thing this week that was related to that because I don't normally share it because it's just like who I am. I don't think about it. But yeah, I, I do that kind of thing every week. Brian, that so, is why you edit our podcast, because you are a productivity nerd. <laughs> and that's one thing we really love about you. So Brian's nerdy thing is adulting. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you, you adulted so hard. What's yours, Michael? 
Mine's not that nerdy, though. Well, I guess it could be considered nerdy. I, I mean, how often do you guys cry at a Disney movie? Because I went and seen Moana, and I lost my shit. I cry some of them. I don't think I, I didn't see Moana, so I don't know. <laughs> pretty much all of them. Yeah, because that, that's, that's my nerdy thing this week. I cried pretty much through good portions of the movie. Because the movie was, it's not that the movie was sad. It was just very emotional. But I will, I will give a, a micro review on this. It is a very good movie, and it, it does uh, represent the Pacific Islander culture very well. So, but that, that's my nerdy thing. I'm honestly voting for Brian. I'm going to jump right into that. I'm voting for Brian because it, that was, he's bettering himself year, year in, year out by holding himself to a review structure. I like that. I, I get to wear the belt this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'll go for Brian. Cause I mean, I, mean I, I guess I get like an honorable mention for the whole D six thing, but yeah, Brian wins. And since Brian always votes for himself, if anyone else votes for Brian, he instantly wins. <laughs> yeah. As Anthony says, I'm a terrible person. And he doesn't understand <laughs> about tyranny. We got Wait. time left. We're, we're, we finished really early. So we have some bullshit time. Anthony, <laughs> are you still playing that terrible video game? Yeah, I still play. You admit it's a terrible game. video game. <laughs> you just admitted that it's terrible. <laughs> you know, it's terrible in his opinion. He's allowed to have his opinion. That's okay. Oh, you folded like a deck of cards. That's no fun. I don't have to fold. I have facts on my side. It's getting great reviews, and it's sold, sold really well. So, Michael, Anthony isn't folding. He's a loving, compassionate you, human being. What are you shitting on him for? Yeah, Jesus, Michael. Fuck you. Goddamn. You were the one who was late this morning. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Piece okay, of first shit. of all, you can bring up me being late this morning <laughs> if, I, if I was never late before. But I'm normally late, so that's just Michael. <laughs> you were on time. He was on Michael time. Yeah, in my head, I was on time. So fuck you. Hey, guys. why does why does why does Michael have a hard time getting jokes? Why does Michael have a hard time getting jokes? Because he's on Michael standard time. It's about five minutes behind everyone else. Because he's late all the time, so he has his own. Ah, oh my god, I get it. <laughs> ah, burning. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I seriously don't get that joke. Well, okay, so his timing is behind. That's why he's always late because everyone else's time is ahead and normal and thus it affects everything so whenever someone says a joke he's always behind everything it it's still not coming through michael can you repeat the joke like in entirety <laughs> maybe that'll help me get how funny it is no it was that bad i not even me repeating it will make it funny so i i'm sorry bros do you know what the actual joke is and i tried to try to adjust it what it's it's um why do blonde people have our time understanding jokes is because they're on blonde standard time it's five minutes behind everyone else that's oh. the joke oh i get it see see i made a joke because that's what blonde people say <laughs> it's funny because michael's blonde <laughs> is he i can't tell because he always wears a fedora and i've never seen him without it <laughs> really? that, see time. that's a reference to our previous episode where i didn't realize that michael wears a fedora yeah guys reference references yeah guys we're referencing ourselves we're hit we hit the cool spot so we got some time to talk about what we're going to talk about we actually can do a long yeah. intro today we're actually going to be talking about the fan uh, about fantasy world you know everybody everybody has a fantasy world you know uh, game of thrones has westeros the chronicles of narnia of course have narnia the Pokemon world, uh, the Star Wars galaxy, the Star Trek Federation lands and their outskirts. Bayside High. 
Anybody who wants to live in Bayside can go to hell. <laughs> Why? Bayside High would be a fantastic place to go to high school, but you know. No, because Zach Morris is always making you freeze. No, that's fine. But remember, only like 30 people go to that school. So imagine, Shit, imagine how easy it would be to be in the top 10. You, you're right. And the and like it looks like the people you have to beat are a pill popper and a chick who's is swooning over the, the school jackass. So I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, because Anthony's never seen it. Shocker, you've never, shocker. Have you ever seen Saved by the Bell? Yes, I have seen Saved by the Bell, actually. I oh, didn't you... know that the school was called Bayside High, though. Oh, so really? I Googled, so I Googled Bayside High, and there's a high school called Bayside High. That's it's an actual school. Yeah, I mean, it's bound to happen. <laughs> we did some prep, and we set the rules. So the rules are, we're going to come up with what fantasy worlds we want to live in. And the rules are, we're us. We're not like the main character. No, no. So the one I was a little, we didn't really make clear. Have we always lived in that world? Or are we like deciding which world we want to just portal to and be there as us now? Because I like the portal idea. I, th- I like the portaling idea because I was thinking because in certain worlds, there are certain time sensitive aspects for you to get into certain, well, let's say organizations. So you would have to make that choice. Were you going to portal in or are you going to be raised there? I'm going to say portaled in. Wait, do we get to bring our family with us? Nope, just you. So you just leave your family behind like, I'm going to go live in Westeros. Well, no, you like think of it. It's like in an act. It's like in like a we science get to fiction. We bring movie. anybody oh. we want with us, Michael. Yes. Okay, fine. I will compromise. We were, we'll compromise on this. You're allowed to bring one person with you. You're allowed to bring anyone you want because I'm, I don't support abandoning your children, but apparently you do. <laughs> I was about to say, Michael's, <laughs> Michael's like, I'm totally okay leaving my wife and child behind to go li- live in Starfleet. Well, no, I'm, I'm coming from the aspect of, you know, you going and everything is not your choice. It just happened. Yeah, but you're choosing the place. So that we have a, we have a nerd podcast radio transdimensional portal. We've already established that. <laughs> I mean, Anthony, Anthony is in Cuba right now covering Castro's death. So, I mean, he didn't fly there. Yep. No, he didn't. You're right. He can't fly there. I was going off for the the transport thing is basically that like if you're if you're taken, you know, kind of against your will to to any other to any other world, but you kind of had a choice on where to go. This is what it would be. This so is a very specific premise. You're being kidnapped and forced to go to a no, world. You get to pick not- the world. See, this is nerd podcast radio. We can't. We're, we're nerds. We can't play a game like this unless we argue over it first. <laughs> it doesn't help that as I was saying that little rant, I actually had to push my glasses up my nose. <laughs> how about we just keep it simple? You were born there. No having to worry about family. Now, how about you can just set the the premise when you when you make your pitch because yeah, it's, it's your choice. Yeah, because mine mine relies on being able to go there as me. Yeah, so it's it's up to you. So because you can choose whether or not you were portaled there or raised there. You're you. You're technically an NPC if you think of it that way. And go. So who actually? I'm I'm trying trying. I'm finding it hard to decide who well, wants well, to go. F- well, we 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 already established that in the outline. If you would have read it, I was going to say. <laughs> I was oh, to say. I said who goes first. Oh, Brian, go. <laughs> I really I'm reading it. I'm uh, like the. I literally missed like the first part of each one of those sentences. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Now that we, I'm not a very good speed reader. Brian, go. All right. All right. What's your so, fantasy world, so guys, boy. So, guys, I I originally told you all, um, so you'd have some prep time. That I'm going to go to Star Trek, but that was a ruse because I didn't want you to have prep time. 
Oh, you dick. <laughs> the whole conversation about age exceptions in the academy last night was a really good conversation, and it really helped me prep. You are a terrible person. <laughs> I told you Brian was going to do this. <laughs> okay, now that I've said all that, I kind of thought he was. If I get to go as May, I am going to go to the Pathfinder universe, the world of Galarian, because I know so much dirt on so many people there that I would be fine. <laughs> so you're going in with your meta knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's how I play that's how I play role playing games. I play knowledgeable characters who can use their meta knowledge. I think I would be well equipped. That's amazing. <laughs> that's just I amazing. have to say I'm actually not that surprised. Uh, I thought before you said Star Trek the other day, I thought this was going to be your world. I oh imagine coming in with all his Pathfinder books and then going, what witchcraft is this? You know future events. No, I wouldn't bring the books with me. That would be dangerous because if someone got a hold of the books, that would be bad. Oh, that could, colla- that could totally collapse oh, the shit. entire structure of the world. Like, like Sheliax gets a hold of the books and like, oh, we have our devices used to conquer the world. Guys, yeah, these bring- demons we're in contract with, they don't seem very strong on paper. No, I, I, I spent some time thinking about this because actually this is I spent some time thinking about this before we ever made it a topic. It wouldn't be nerdy if I hadn't. This is this is the method on how I go to sleep every night. I imagine myself going to a different fictional world and what you would do or how you would survive and things like that. No, I, I literally just put myself there and let it unfold because that's how I transition into dreams and help myself. Wait, sleep. you have. Can, huh? You have weird imaginary thoughts of think of like you living in imaginary situations, too. Every single night, that's how I go to bed. Oh, man, I thought I was the only weird person that did this. No, it's all three of us there, pal. I do this <laughs> daily. I wonder if this is a normal thing people do where they just walk around and go like, I wonder what it'd be like if I had superpowers. And they just walk around thinking about having superpowers. How do you think I get through washing the dishes at work? I actually changed my mind on my superpower my superpower answer. I don't want I don't want um, teleportation anymore. You don't? No, I want I want to be able to control the speed force like the flash. It's so much better. Yeah, because it's like teleporting plus. <laughs> he proved that he's faster than a teleport. Yeah, he has. Anyway, the whole the whole fantasy world thing. There are problems with going to Galarian because it is a fantasy world with a lot of conflict. And you'd have to I mean, if I went there and got involved in the plot of an adventure, it would it wouldn't be an adventure because Pathfinder is set in a time frame. So, like, if I went there now using the laws of physics in my imaginary situation, it would be um, 4716, which means that I'd be dealing with adventures that haven't come out yet. So there would be a lot of unknown information. I would have to study history. So the idea would be to bring an, to bring a ciphered notebook. So I'd have to learn how to do a cipher and prep a notebook with all my meta information. Wow. Would you actually try and join the Pathfinder Society or would you try and sit on the outskirts? Well, I'd have to use an, uh, an organization that I know. So I'd have to go to the Pathfinder Society. For one, I'd have to deal with the language. So I'd have to make friends with a group really quickly because I wouldn't speak the language once I go there because I don't think Paladin is the same thing as English. Well, it's considered common well a lot of like speaking common would be is very like because the language that they say is common where everybody traverses the, and that, the language they speak is common is talden in Galarian. but but isn't that supposed to te- technically be english no because earth exists in the pathfinder universe mm, okay yeah, uh, it, it hasn't been commented on, but I would assume based on the culture, Talden would be closer to, um, would be like a Spanish. Really? Yeah. See, I always assumed that common, you know, common Talden, I always assumed it would be more of an uh, English-based, if not, uh, what is it, uh, Germanic. 
It it might be, but I mean, there's no way to know that. I think I'd have to go there assuming I don't speak the language. I think that would be true about going to a lot of these worlds. It's gonna it's gonna break it's gonna break um, the world that you're about to share. So, Michael, where do you want to go? <laughs> I've actually thought about this a lot. I actually was torn between two of them, but I'm actually gonna go. I actually want to go to Middle Earth. That message you sent me last night when you said you were going to Middle Earth confused the crap out of me because I forgot that we were doing this today. Yeah, he was like, what? I am so confused. And I was like, you know, what what fantasy world do you want to go to? He goes, motherfucker. Oh, my God. I was. I thought you were going to. I thought you were like telling me you want a trip to New Zealand or something. It really confused me. He just popped up saying, I'm going to Middle Earth. And we're like, what? (laughs) That's a place? Is it like a theme park? Oh, did you not realize he was talking about today's topic either? Wait, you were lost too? Because we had talked about it too. Well, it's because, okay, so we hadn't talked about this topic for days. And I don't know where. I was just like, I'm going to Middle Earth, guys. Well, because I was thinking about it. No, because I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, right. I have to tell them. And I was like, I'm going to Middle Earth. And you guys are like, huh? And I think what really threw you, Anthony, is the fact that Brian's like, New Zealand? (laughs) (laughs) And the way you responded, you were like, well, like like, like New Zealand, but after the old, after the, after the the war, after the Great War. And I'm like, are you talking about a book or a movie or something? Or going, (laughs) what are you talking about? Are you playing some kind of game? (laughs) You're like, I'm confused. I'm like, the fantasy world topic. And you're like, ah, son of a bitch. I think motherfucker was. Yes, motherfucker was your actual response. You're like, oh, motherfucker. And I was like, yeah, get it now. So I don't know anything. So you're going to Middle Earth after Return of the King. You don't know anything about Middle Earth after Return of the King. Yeah, I'm seriously. Yeah, I'm lost too. I, I could do two things. I could actually go in the time period between the adventures of Hobbit and right before fellowship because the world was actually still fairly safe there was just there was more darkness coming in so it was getting a little bit more dangerous but it wasn't anywhere to the to to the extent of it was during the the great wars of with the return of sauron now after return of the king it said that the middle earth middle earth did see a, a large prosperity there was because mordor was gone like pretty much completely and aragorn aragorn led gundor for Many years he died at 120 at first because he was 85. He died at like 120. So which was, which region are you talking about going to? I would actually probably stick close to Gundor or or uh, be in the forests around Rivendell because my thought would be because I would be I would be portaled there and I do have some survival skills and knowledge and if I could connect with somebody in the land that could actually help me, I would actually want to try and take up uh, ranger training. Oh. Oh wow! Pretty cool. You're you're going for the danger life. Yeah, because uh, sticking within the confines of cities are as that would actually be considered a little bit more dangerous because you can get there's bandits, there's robbers. Also, there's a lot more disease within. I was about to say cities. diseases. There's horrible cities. even because these are these are considered medieval. Like Gundor's considered um, basically a medieval citadel, and within it, there's very little protocol for getting rid of uh, waste and fecal matter. Plus, people die of sickness anyway. And it takes a while to get rid of their bodies. Even some of the most well-oiled uh, cities that have protocols for getting rid of like plague dead, it takes a bit to get rid of them, so it can spread. So I would rather be outside of the cities. If anything, I would go to a I would go to a small village that was very open air if I had to. 
See, I, I, I was picturing you were going to be a blacksmith, but I, I like hmm. this idea. Well, the, of, the small, the small village could, uh, a small village could always use a blacksmith too. Horses need shoeing. People need axes made. So that is also a, a second thing. Like I could technically multi-class and actually use some of the blacksmithing knowledge that I already have to do work and to do work within a village in the winter time, and then during like the spring and summer months, actually be out and traveling. See, I, I, I think it's interesting that you and I basically said the same thing. We're both going to fantasy worlds, except you're actually wanting to do work where I'm looking to be like an information broker. Basically, wants to be a spy master. Brian wants to be a spy master. That's what he wants to do. He's really, really good at, fi- at finding and brokering and doling out information. It's one of the things he's really good at. So I think he, I, I think that would be what was good for him. Me, I kind of want to be able to see worlds and get my hands dirty. So. Well, I even I even thought of how I'm going to make money once I get there. Selling the information you have? Dude. Oh, exactly. no, no, not that. Um, I'm going to get really good at playing towers before I go and buy a bunch of modern card trick stuff so I can cheat like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you become a professional gambling spy master. Well, just as I'm not going to do it book. long enough to get any attention, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it to get some cash roll so I can get started. That'd be nice. But yeah, but he's there for years and somebody from the old from the old days shows him be like, I know what you used to do, mate. You just want to enjoy the world and make a life. That's I, you. You have a much more noble way. I'm like thinking. Yeah, I'm I like. Bri- totally I like Michael's this world. Well, because Brian's like, yeah, I'm gonna game this fucker. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I I do have this one thing because in Return of the King, like throughout the entire purpose uh, movement of Lord of the Rings, the High Elves, you know, Elrond and his and his people are leaving these vast cities like Mirkwood's abandoned now. The uh, oh, I can't remember the other one where the the elf queen was she's gone and then elrond's rivendell these are all abandoned structures now these are basically like small cities if not grand mansion style places that are completely abandoned now if anything i if i really wanted to and i wanted to stay away from everybody else and just tend to fixing a structure and making a life for myself out in the middle of nowhere i would probably go find the imminent uh, empty remains of rivendell and probably just upkeep it and make it a like a small traveler stop you probably wouldn't be the only one wanting to do that too so you'd have a nice little community to work with this is true uh, if I remember right, the knowledge of the elves leaving wasn't super common knowledge right uh, around that time. So if I got there right as the wars were ending, I would have a completely empty Rivendell that I could let people into, like lay claim to it and then let people in. If it takes some time afterwards, then I could probably be dealing with a small community. But that's that, that's where I would want to. And that's kind of how I'd want to do it. Anthony, so us, our, ours were very noble and ish. Brian wants to be a gambling spy. <laughs> so a little bit noble, but at least we're not going to be doing what you're going to be doing in your fantasy world, Anthony. Go ahead. I'm going to go to the Pokemon world. I'm going to be the very best like <laughs> no one ever was. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to do Pokemon. You said you were going to do Pokemon. I should have predicted that you were going to do that. <laughs> Same and I didn't. It caught me completely off guard. <laughs> we should have so, known. I'm going to clarify something. I'm only going to be using the game world and the game facts because the anime has like a lot of conflicting shit going on. Like certain things happen in the old anime that don't happen in the new one and vice versa. And they oftentimes conflict each other with uh, different conflicting pieces of evidence and facts. So it's kind of hard to have a specific. This is what happened. The games tend to have very grounded. This is how the games work. This is how the world and the games work. You did this on purpose because, you know, I'm real familiar with the anime. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, I I am so familiar with the anime. I did I even did research. I didn't even <laughs> think to research the video game. <laughs> Brian, one fact stays the same. Anthony is a terrible person. He's forcing small, intelligent creatures to beat the shit out of each other. You know, his I, entertainment. I wasn't going to bring up the dog fighting until Anthony gave his little argument as to why it's not because it, it's too easy. So, so Anthony, why is it okay? Why is it? Why is it okay? Yeah, I want to hear this piece of shit. So, in Gen Two Pokemon Yellow, they introduced the happiness mechanic. Okay, you had to try to keep Pikachu happy, and it evolved further and further in other iterations. And so now every Pokemon since Pokemon Yellow has had a form of a happiness mechanic, which is a sort of like a bar or some sort of like graph to show how happy your Pokemon is and how glad they are to be in your care. The number one way to increase their happiness and to bring them joy is fighting which is top evidence that the pokemon at least the ones that that want to be captured and seek out fights with you because in every situation in which a wild pokemon comes to fight you they come to you you don't go to them they come to fight you so they're seeking a fight with you so pokemon aren't like animals in our universe pokemon are murder monsters that want to murder and you're indulging you're indulging they specifically seek they specifically seek, and this is according to the Bulbapedia, the Pokemon Wikipedia thing, seek challenge and want to be challenged and want to be in competition because it helps them grow and improve and they enjoy it. So, they so that's like saying, kids. that's like saying, that's like saying boxers are bad because they want to fight each other or people in MMA are bad because they want to fight each other. No, that's just their, their level of enjoyment. Yeah, but they're not hitting each other with ice beams that could pr- possibly freeze their opponent for the rest of existence and murder them. No, they're just beating the shit out of each other and can kill each other, which happens in a pretty high number of boxing matches. So good, and there, there's been some deaths, but at the same time, they're they're they are people with. Well, I can't say I can't say higher brain function because some Pokemon are actually fairly intelligent, and the fact that they still want to go kill out things doesn't really help that much. But anyway, were you born there, or are you gonna, or are you portaling there? See, that's a hard one, because if I do portal there, I could do the Brian route, and I have a lot of meta knowledge, and I can get the <laughs> shit out of that. I could become, like, the very best, like no one, like ever, no was. one ever was, because <laughs> I know so much that other people probably don't know. But if you're born there, you're going to have a really awkward 10th birthday. Not yeah, the whole really. letting kids go at 10... Te- well, no, it, it, you wouldn't be awkward if you were born there, because... That's like the no, dream of standard. every 10-year-old to go off. That is actually one thing I wondered about Pokemon. Do Why 10? Does, does everybody go at 10 and become Pokemon people? Or is it or, just Pallet well, no, well, no, because here's the weird thing is, first off, not all the games start out the kids are 10. Some of them are a bit older, like in the later iterations, they kind of become like more or less teenagers. Not no. every kid does it. Some kids just kind of stay home and just they just stay home. In some versions, you actually fight preschoolers. There are little kids with Pokemon. Pokemon starting Pokemon battle. So oftentimes it starts way earlier than than 10. Yeah, but those preschoolers, it, it, they could still be living at home. This could be just like, hey, we're off of school. Let's go stand by Route 4 and see if we can kick somebody's ass. <laughs> Which is so funny when you think about it. It's like a little preschooler just going like, I'm going to fight you with my little Pokemon. Look, I have a little Pikachu. And then you get like a hundred and then you get like a hundred dollars off. Yeah, what, the like, what the heck? Why does this kid have this money and why are they just gambling with it? Everyone in the Pokemon universe is Apparently, gambler. Now, now, if you're going to the Pokemon universe, you don't get to be the main character. You're you're just going to the Pokemon universe and being you there. So, how do yeah, you deal with like some mega 
megalomaniacal person trying to take over the world. Oh, no, that doesn't happen in the video games. That's only the anime. God damn it. No, that's not true. Some of the video games it does. Um, there's actually, yes, there are bad guys that do appear in the Well, in the, original, in the original version, the last gym leader is the leader of Team Rocket. Yeah, and it depends on which version. The, like, There's all kinds of different ones. Like in Ruby and Sapphire, um, depending on which side you pick, if you go Ruby, there's a team who's trying to cover the planet in water. And if you go to Sapphire, there's another, there's the opposite team trying to cover the world in water. Now, what happens in the Pokemon universe if you go to like the, the gym leader Team Rocket guy and he Geo goes Mon. to fight you with Pokemon and you you walk up to him and just beat the shit out of him yourself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can go to prison because there are police in the universe. Then you there committed assault. Yeah, then you committed a crime. I'm pretty so sure. So it's okay. So th- basically it's a it's not a dystopia. Pokemon's a utopia because they don't have violence. They only use murder monsters to fight each other. Essentially. And and Oh my god, it's the free healthcare with animals. There's free healthcare. Yeah. But, well, no. Uh, well, yeah. But it's funny because there's a comic out there and it's like guy brings his injured Pikachu into uh, Nurse Joy. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is really bad. Man, this is going to cost a lot of money. Oh, and the guy's looking at her like, I got nothing. And she goes, oh, oh, no, no. The Pokemon's free. You, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 would you what would the first Pokemon you capture be? What would your starter be? Well, I was about to say, that's that's where it becomes complicated. Do I get a starter? And then it goes to which region? Because there's a lot of regions you got to pick. And depending on which region you go to, you'll get different types of Pokemon. Well, I know what region I would go to because I, I, I have because I would definitely go get a starter and I know what starter I want. I would be getting I'd be getting me a Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil? Why Cyndaquil? I'm curious. He's really cute and he's very fast. His flames, his fire attacks are actually very effective. Plus, when he turns into Typhlosion, he's j- basically a giant fire weasel it's great so i actually want to talk about the anime for a second because i got a question go ahead did I they mean, ever I... explain why meowth can talk he taught himself <laughs> oh, yeah they did, did. Is that why yeah they did he taught himself he was he was born and basically was stuck living in a city and nobody wanted him they like shoot him away like like a literal stray cat and it really hurt him so he decided he didn't need anybody so he taught himself to walk on his hind legs because meowth traditionally a mouth will walk on its hind on all four legs until it attacks he taught himself to only walk on his hind legs and then he found he kind of frankenstein it actually he found a hole in a wall to a school and taught himself how to talk so if you actually went through the effort then instead of focusing on teaching pokemon how to fight you could educate them and teach any of them how to talk Basically. Yeah, well, and that's another thing. Not all people in the Pokemon universe are Pokemon trainers. There are caregivers that um, specifically hold, run Pokemon daycare centers. There are breeders, people who specifically breed Pokemon. Oh, like Brock. Yeah. Brock is a gym leader. You can become a gym leader. That's another. Yeah, but profession. he's also. But he's also. But he's also interested in breeding Pokemon and finding the the peak breeding styles. Yeah, for- in the anime, he didn't want to be a gym leader anymore. He didn't want to be a. Yeah, he wanted to just he wanted be a to be breeder. breeder. Yeah, because he had to take it over for his parents and take care of his yeah, younger siblings. I agree. Cyndaquil's adorable. And that's the Kanto region. That's Pokemon Silver. Yes, Kanto. You're, but you yeah. are so messed up for making us focus on the video game because we apparently know a whole lot more about the anime. Do you want I, me to include the anime? Yes. Just so that you guys can like stop complaining. And I'm not complaining because I do know some about the video games, but I know a little bit more about the anime. Okay, so, so when we were prepping to talk about this, you said that people eat pokemon 
in the early parts of the anime, they showed people eating Magikarp. But in the from what I understand from the research I did, and I don't watch a lot of the anime. I stopped watching it like when I was a kid, like when I became a teenager. So I only know the earlier anime stuff. But from what I understand, the later animes that's not shown anymore. No, that's why I'm saying like there's a lot of conflicting bullshit between the animes sometimes. See, the yeah. animes they also eat, they also mentioned eating Tauros meat. Yeah, so that's why the anime gets a little tricky. So, but no, I I stick to the canon that yes, you do eat Pokemon, Tauros meat, and Magikarp and all that. I don't have a Pokemon that I would pick as my starter because I'm I'm not really I I didn't really thought about that or like interested in thinking about that. But I do have a favorite Pokemon. Who's mm-hmm. that? Psyduck. I can He's see a- Brian walking around with a Psyduck, and every time I go Psy, he goes, "It's okay, buddy. We'll find medicine for your headache." He's in almost every Pokemon too, like just about every single one. So it's like you could pick any region, really. That's not what I would do. What would you do? Every time it said it, I would say it back louder. I I just love it saying Psy. It's all sigh. I'm like sigh, dude. He and Brian would be really good in the anime. You just had they just happen upon him, and he's like on the side of the road, holding the Psyduck's head next to his, screaming Psyduck. Yeah, just sitting there, just screaming at it. All right, I, 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 hell, every single Pokemon I would I would meet, I would just be having conversations with them, saying their name back and forth because I find that's the most entertaining thing about the show. Yeah, well, you know. Honestly, well, because it's the original I Am Groot. I love it when Pikachu consoles another Pokemon, and they do a five-minute scene on the show of Pika, Bulbazar, Pika, Zar, Pika, 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 Zar. Now, Brian like, would actually like, uh, I think he would like the Pokemon X and Y game, because the three starters you can get, which are Fennekin, a Firefox, Froakie, and a Chespin, are all the three main classes of an RPG. There's a healer, a tank, and a DPS, like, mage type. That's what they become. So, like, Fennekin evolves. He finally becomes a fire psychic type. He becomes a mage, basically. Froakie becomes a giant, like, like like some sort of, like, healer-type frog water monster. And then Chespin becomes this tank with a sword and board. Did you know you can do Pokemon in Pathfinder? What? As a you druid, play- right? No, you play a preservationist alchemist, and they have creatures in bottles, and they can cast summon nature's ally, and they can get a feat. That lets them cast Summon Monster. So when they prep all their extracts, they prep Summon Spells instead. So they're one of the only standard action summons in the game, other than a summoner. So they pull out the bottle and they throw the bottle and they go, they go, Celestial Direwolf, I choose you. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I want to make this person just be like, I'm going around couching monsters. It's an alchemist with the preservationist archetype. I've never actually seen someone play him, play one. I've always wanted to. Anthony, you have a job to do. Oh my gosh, that's actually really great. But you, you know what I actually yeah, figured Pokemon out? World. You know what I actually figured out who were my like I actually it's like a tie who my favorite Pokemon actually were, and I didn't realize it until maybe la, like just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Eevee and Pidgeot and Pidgeot. Well, Eevee becomes like a bunch of stuff though. Well, like I'm not saying that because it turns into all those things. I just really like, you know, an Eevee. RK9 is pretty awesome. Giant fire dog. Super cool. That is pretty cool. We really seriously have to do a Pokemon episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do a full Pokemon episode. We're just going to dive right on in. Does anybody... Okay, lightning round, because we got a little bit more time. We, fin- we've, we finished our three early. Does anybody have any other worlds they just want to rattle on that they think it would be fun without any like major discussion or argument? This is going to sound terrible. Uh-huh. Super terrible. But what? I'm 
kind of I kind of like the idea of the Walking Dead world living in the post-apocalyptic zombie fighting world. Like a lot of people's fantasy nowadays. I don't I know why. Just I know what I'm pretty sure I would not do very well. Um, I know I, why. What is that? Trump America. <laughs> well, I, I've always thought it's because, you know, basically your responsibility for, you know, having to pay bills, go to work and everything is gone. Your only thought is survival. And, sur- and the main part of survival is killing these things that want to eat you. I, I think I would end up like the dude from season six because I'm watching season six. Yes, I'm a whole season behind the dude that was like living in the cabin with the goats with uh, learning the martial arts. Oh, the guy who was learning the Joe technique? I think that was pretty much the kind of person I'd be. I, I wouldn't try to make like a giant like camp thing. I'd be like, I'm just going just gonna to chill, chill in the corner and just wait for this to all blow over. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Brian. They actually have a guy learning how to effectively use a Joe. I, I actually, I, I've watched the show. I know. Yeah, he's, oh, okay. he's I didn't caught, know, I, he's I didn't know how caught up you were. I didn't know how caught up you were. I just saw the episode last night. Okay. I, I, I honestly, I'm weird. I've had this post-apocalyptic discussion with people. Daniel Cross argues with me sometimes because, I mean, he's one of those people like you who has a zombie survival kit in his car just in case. I wouldn't want to live in that world. I I don't like the idea of the whole post-apocalyptic thing. No, I understand not wanting to. It's a terrible world when you think about it. And the chances of any three of us surviving is not actually very good. It's very (laughs) slim to nil. (laughs) You know, I will will refrain. I think it would be really cool to be a walker. Really? I mean, hell, you're just wandering around trying to bite people. Are you conscious? Probably not. It's probably barely conscious. It might be a nice place well, to live. According, well, according to Walking Dead season one, only of the core portion of your brain is reanimated. Basically, the part that supports hunger and the need to um, eat. Oh, just feel hungry all the time? That's actually kind of cool. I'd be, I'd be all right with that. That's actually a book idea I had a while back was a was a uh, post-apocalyptic zombie book, which ooh, that's uh, only a billion of those have been written. But yeah. in my idea, the people who became walkers or zombies or whatever the fuck you want to call them stay conscious. So they they're just like but they can't control their own self. So they're mentally locked in their own mind, conscious of what's happening. So kind of like having, so kind of like having ALS, but your body moves. Yeah, like they can't stop it so they just have to watch themselves eating other humans and getting their limbs blown off and they can't control it do they feel the pain when stuff happens probably not because that's just too intense you would die crack crack did a video series on it really yeah it was great from the perspective of the zombie they're just like hi friend friend i love you friend to all the other (laughs) that's why they that's why they get together in herds and they're like have you seen any foods i really would like some foods and the whole (laughs) the whole story is about how the zombie figure out that they used to be foods oh wow did you guys ever watch um or not watch but read cell the uh zombie apocalypse book written by stephen king no i never read that one so in this one cell phones turn everyone into zombies i I, it doesn't go into how it's just like it was a terrorist attack terrorists did things with cell phones turned everyone into zombies don't know how just it does deal with it um i'm used to that with stephen king he doesn't like to explain why Towards yeah. the end of the series, towards the end of the book, though, it gets really weird. Like, the zombies end up having psychic powers. Oh, gosh. Like, it's really fucking weird. Maybe I need to read this to find out how. And weird there's, like, it gets. one super smart zombie for some reason. Like, it develops these psychic abilities and it actually has intelligence. Oh, good it's lord. Weird. The whole thing is weird. It's technically a Lich King. It starts out normal zombies, and then as the thing goes on, you're like, this is getting really fucking weird. You know, you know, I, I, I think it would be cool to live in a romantic comedy. 
Yeah, you're right. It's you know why? Why? Because all guys in romantic comedies have jobs as architects, designers, or like ad people, and they have ridiculous, unaffordable apartments. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or what, like, if you could go into a sitcom, what would you, would you go into one of, would you, what one would you go into? Probably oh, Friends, sitcom? because every apartment in Friends is really nice, and they live in New York. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, because you don't get to be a part of the main thing, so choosing the, so you, you'd want to choose the good world. Picture every the apartment people. they ever went to on that show. That's what, yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. Each one they go into is at least like a three bedroom with a, with a thousand plus square feet. See, in a sitcom, all... All any place has to be big enough to be able to shoot that that one camera setup or two camera setup that they use. Mm-hmm. I think it's so, a, I think standards three. Think yeah, one camera no. is the new kind of sitcom where yeah, the the old sitcom is three camera. But yeah, and you have this big open area. I mean, how I met your mother. Ted's apartment was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, his apartment. Yeah, but see, that's the thing though. That's where it gets complicated. Is you're not gonna be my main character. I don't think you're going to be related no, but, to those. But, to but those think that, about but, but every apartment they ever show on those shows, Anthony. Yeah, yeah but would your apartment be shown? Be, but no, it, that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, look at all the apartments they're in. It, by saying, in that world, the standard size of apartment is massive. Yes. Now, How I Met Your Mother is trickier than Friends. Because in How I Met Your Mother, the story is from Ted's perspective. You'd be living in a fantasy land inside a fantasy land. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Good if Lord. you live in the world of How I Met Your Mother, you're living in Ted's story. Yeah, you're you're living in you're living in a past present. So that's weird because you'd be jumping time all the time, and if you're oh, you, God. you'd probably be aware of it. <laughs> yeah, you would be aware of it, and then you'd be like, "Oh God, I'm 17 again. Oh God, I'm back in college. Oh God, I'm this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no." Yeah, but if you know this knowledge, maybe you could go and try to become friends with Ted. That'd be cool, or Barney. I would yeah. actually want to be Marshall's friend. Like, I would want to be bros with Marshall. Like, well, everyone wants to be bros with Marshall. Everyone like, likes Marshall. Like, Marshall's cool. Hi, guys, cool. Then I go look at Marshall and be like, you're important to me. I'll even like the Viking. You know, we're running out of time, but I'm 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 perfectly welcome to go down this rabbit hole. I'd want to be friends with Barney. Barney uh, some, would also be a really not, cool friend, though. Somehow I'm not surprised about that. But what's your what what's your uh what, what what's your judgment behind this? Wait for it. <laughs> uh, you can make fun of your diet, right? Um oh I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm I'm like the total person that Barney would like pick up and try to like fix um teach him how to live. I'm allergic to this. Just eat the bread. Just eat the bread. Come on, it's gonna be legendary. And you're really yes. like, sickness is gonna be legendary. Yeah, because everything you do with Barney is legendary. He he's the guy who comes up with all these crazy things. But I don't know, when it gets down to it though, it's Barney from Ted's perspective. I mean, you don't know how much of that is real and how much of it is exaggerated. Yeah, because everything. Pretty sure like, some of it is exaggerated. Well, it's kind. It's got some of it's got to be, but you got to think about living through these rose-colored glasses that that Ted kind of puts on everything. It's kind of neat. Have you guys read the theory about why a guy like Ted could get all those hot girls? No, I've never no. heard the theory. Because he's telling the story to his kids. He's he's lying. Oh, <laughs> he's just describing them all as being beautiful women. <laughs> a lot of them could have been horribly, horribly disfigured. Well, I don't think I would go that far, but they'd probably be plain. <laughs> oh, yeah, they probably were a little bit more bland than he was saying, you know, spice up the dish. My favorite thing about that show is when he tells a story that someone else told, and then it gets even crazier. Yep. Like, I oh, wasn't yeah. there, but this is how they told it. Yeah, that one was really good. I like when he, when he starts getting you in intrigued in this whole story about the goat and he goes oh wait 
that wasn't that birthday. That was that birthday. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, what happens with the goat? Uh, I want to watch the show again. Uh, like one thing though that I, I always loved was it was like episode six of season one, and he go and he's he's like they're at a strip club, and she's like, oh, I'm I'm so and so. Well, I'm Ted, and he goes and kids, and she's a stripper, and she's he's all kids, and that's how I met your mother, and they're like, what? Oh man, we should totally do an episode about sitcoms. But yes, I actually think so. Well, we, I, we can't. So uh, since we're we're running out of time, we're going to do a wrap up. I might as well do this now. Yeah. Um, we're not talking about sitcoms last week because we got some viewer feedback, and we actually have a topic that we're going to talk about. Oh, we do. <laughs> Somebody told us what to do. Yeah. So Dylan suggested we talk about robots. Dylan. Robots. So, oh, our faithful listener. Robots. So, my Titanfall gaming will actually be topical. <laughs> but the topic specifically says no Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm probably just going to ignore that. <laughs> he didn't say no Titanfall. He Michael. That was just me being a dick. So, but yeah, no, next uh, week, robots. That's actually going to be really cool. I'm Wait cool for it. <laughs> I like robots. <laughs> oh, that means we can talk about the, the old. Uh, the old uh, computer, uh, the old CGI show from, uh, what was it? Uh, WB Kids. Cubics. I liked that show. Don't judge. When? That's, well, wow, you're like 12. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, my wife would agree. So. so, yeah, my, my wife says the same thing, except it's more like, you're fucking 12. I want to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about May, May Cross and Robotech and stuff like that. I'm excited for that. Or Pat Labor. Ooh, I loved Pat Labor. Well, let's save it for next week. But yes. ne- for now, there's your hint for next week, everybody. It's going to be really good. As you can see, we all have mecha dreams on this show and just generalized robot dreams for that matter. So I'm going to do something real quick. So Go we ahead. have some time to talk about what we're going to do next week. Um, so viewers, if you if you want to get a hold of us, the best way to get a hold of us is on the Facebook page. You can go to Nerd Podcast Radio on Facebook. You can also tweet us. All of our Twitters are available on the Facebook page. You can find our addresses there. I am at Super Vegan Brian. Michael is at Nerdcaster Michael. And Anthony is Nerdcaster. at Nerdcast Radio. I'm Nerdcast Mike. Yeah. Oh, you're ner- Nerdcaster Mike. Sorry. Yes. And um, you can also email me at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. You can email Michael at mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. And you can email Anthony at... <laughs> <laughs> Even so if that, he had his email, he would not respond, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I really exactly. um, emails people. And please I'm using, review us. Please review us on iTunes and Stitcher. We'd like to get more people listening to our podcast, so please leave us a review. And um, if you do, we will talk about it on the show. Oh yes, you will get you will get a mention because you guys because anybody listening to this show right now are deep cut fans. So coming up this week, this Friday. On the Supernatural Road So Far Facebook group, um, yes. we're doing the live watch as usual. But one of the hosts of the show, Malik, is going to be on the live watch. Really Ooh. cool. Neato. What episode are you guys doing this week? Bugs. Oh my gosh, that episode creeps me out so bad. That's the only episode of Supernatural that creeps me out. I love that bugs. episode. Oh, it's a good episode. I really like it. But- <laughs> I love the fact that you guys love it because whenever we talk about it in the group, people talk about how it's the worst Supernatural episode, and I really like it too. I like it because it creeps me out because of the bug. Well, I, I'm weird. Before I started becoming a child development major, I wanted to be an entomologist. I, I really uh, wanted to study bugs and insects scientifically. Or- then I found out it requires requires a lot of math and i don't like math requires <laughs> see i i originally wanted to get into medicine and i i i'm not good at memorization 
Mm. I want to be a weird. teacher, and I realized I would ruin a lot of kids. Which is weird, because I'm really good at remembering like actors and producers and directors, but I can't you, remember you the You pull class in information off a of Pathfinder without even having the book next to you. Yeah. It was worse when I used to play D&D, because um, when I played 3.5 D&D, I could, I could tell you the page number. Oh, God. See, that's it. And see, I, I, I can help teach people how to do things, but when I, when I was sitting there thinking, I want to be a teacher, I just thought in my head, yeah, I'm going to screw some kids up. But hey, everybody. What are you that's doing? Our show. That's our you, show today. No, <laughs> no, no, we're not done yet. we got a little bit more time. Um, oh, do we? You, yeah. You guys can talk about what you're doing this week. What are you coming up? What do you, what do you got coming up, Anthony? I don't have anything particularly coming up exciting this week, but in about two weeks, I'm going to an NXT wrestling show. Oh, you got the tickets? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, because NXT normally is in Florida, but they're coming to California because the pay-per-view is coming around. Uh, well, they're just traveling around, so we're going to go to NXT. Um, for those of you that don't know what NXT is, it's the developmental for WWE. It's what the it's what the developing wrestlers do before they go to the main roster. And it's generally speaking, it's better, actually. It's so better, I, actually. <laughs> so, it, well, that, that's like because like, um, the MLB has AAA League, where their guys play for a while before they come in. And usually AAA ball in my book, because I've been to a lot of AAA ball games, they're better than the show. They're better than when them going and watching, you know, like the actual Angels roster or the or the Dodgers roster and stuff. Because these guys, they try harder because they're not there yet. and They're trying to make it there. But as for me this week, uh, I'm actually trying to work on a collab story with a friend of mine. You know, I, I have a little bit of time to write, you know, with the holidays and stuff. I'm trying to get some groundwork notes off the ground for a, a, another story, a different story. I put my NaNoWriMo story, you know, to bed for a year. And I'm going to work on it again next year. The Honey Games will return. I don't, I, I don't think I'm you, going to be working on my novel. You're going to let it go for a while? No. And everything I have coming up has to do with the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything I have coming up has to do with the podcast. Um. Oh, I'm I'm going to um I'm going to L.A. with a future guest. I'm, um, Anna Meyer, my friend, um, who's going to be on the show soon. Um, Yay. We're going to L.A. We're going to go by Ludafisk. I've always wanted to try Ludafisk. Yeah, she's coming over. She's coming over after New Year's, and um, she's going to make traditional Ludafisk. I've always wanted to try that because it sounds so good. Now, for those listening who are immediately saying, "But that's not vegan, super vegan, Brian." Yeah, the super means I cheat like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fish is his greatest deviation. Generally, I I don't eat any animal products, but I do have fish on occasion. But Kind of rarely, like not often. And in this particular case, it has to do with trying something I've never tried before. With my family, we have a holiday tradition where we make latkes. So we're going to all get together with me, my mom. Um, Heather's going to be out here. I was going to ask you guys, um, what do you think about having her on? Because I can do that setup. I'm totally fine with that. I would actually like to talk to her. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you have any spare latkes, I will take like 20 because I love those. They don't keep well. <laughs> no, you got to eat them. Like the longest I've ever been able to get one to keep is like a day after. After that, they get really bad because I don't put any kind of preservative really in them. That sounds like we actually got some pretty, pretty neat stuff going on. Brian, you're going to have a really good trip. I'm sure of it because Anna's great. Anthony? NXT is going to be awesome. Yep, I'm going to have to have a good talk about that when that happens. Yeah, I'm just going to be trying to get some writing stuff taken care of because I actually found out my laptop does still work. Dun, dun, dun! We're so happy for you. Uh, but I'm going to try and get a new one later on. So, but everybody, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio for this week. Well, I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everybody. Super Vegan Brian. 
And he, I was going to say, huh? What was that? (laughs) Super Vegan Brian, we're leaving. Oh, okay. (laughs) Say goodbye. Oh, yeah, I have to do that. Okay, bye. (laughs) Oh, yes, everybody. So this was our episode for the week. I hope you had a great time. We had a lot of fun talking about the fantasy world and what we would do in them. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. All right, say bye, Anthony. I'm off, Brian. Bye. Listening to our new show, Podcast Radio.